and welcome, welcome to another episode of Talking with Kevin, W-I-T and Son. This episode, we're talking about I am a mini entrepreneur. We have two special guests with us that I'm going to introduce, but first I got to get the business of podcasting out of the way. Um, this, this podcast is brought to you by RMK Productions, is a division of 10 United Podcasts. Through the power of story, our mission is to uplift, inspire, share stories and experience and perspective using the framework of teaching, learning, and modeling. Our purpose is helping people every day. This episode is brought to you by Sam Sarah Gear, a brand created by a father in his tribute to his daughter that died from an eating disorder. Fashions designed with love and fashions that will knock you out. So today's guests, our future guests, are two young ladies that are educators. I will let them do their own in intro, but they ha they're hailing from Bronx, New York, in the United States of America. Author, Danielle Colvin. Author, Miss Tori Ellis. And sitting here in the background with someone we've got all the way across the pond, Miss Dr. Monica Monique. 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 Well, all right, and she's our special guest. And um, so I'm going to open up this mic, and Danielle, if you don't mind, wave into us to let everyone know who you are, and tell us a little bit about yourself and how a sixth grade teacher from the Bronx created such amazing partnership with her friend Tori. Go from there. You're up, Danielle. Wow, it's an honor to go first. Uh, my name is Danielle Corbin. I'm a sixth grade science teacher at South Bronx Early College Academy. I've been teaching science for about three years, but teaching overall for over 11. We had a urban garden in our back of, in the back of the classroom. And when the pandemic took place, we had to shut it down and give away all of the plants. And I came home feeling devastated, missing the connection with the plants and the students. So I decided to recreate the urban garden at home so that when my students and I FaceTime doing Zoom, we could connect. Tori, an author, overheard me having a conversation with my niece FaceTime because she was upset with me because she couldn't connect with my students and connect with the hydroponic tower. So in this conversation, Tori said, Danielle, Ma, that's a book. Because I went on this wild rampage trying to find a kit for my niece so that she can have the same experience that I was having. And in finding it, the book came about and I was able to give my students kits as well. So. All right. Miss uh, Ellis, tell, tell me your, your take on this. This was just one of our extra chapter to our own story. So um, we had developed a relationship from working at a tutoring program where we was helping kids there um, advance themselves in any subject that they needed help in. So we were there for a bit and we got together, started talking and seeing so many like common goals and common plans that we wanted to do for the education system, but for kids in general, especially when it came down to the kids in the program. And from then, years have added on and I was overhearing her, she's like a, another mother of me, I was overhearing her the, um, having this conversation with with Autumn and from there we just grew. Like we knew there was a message that needed to be set for the kids but then also that there was a learning opportunity for them as well. Well, let, let me tell you, um, I met Danielle through Clubhouse 
as well as I, how I met Dr. Wells through a connection through Clubhouse, which is a social media platform that is just going crazy. You know, looking at the fact that I spent 13 years in New York and understanding um, the education system that we currently um, are lifting it, living in is a system and have a sixth grade um, uh, teacher that is teaching young people how to be independent from the system itself. You know, I, I'm telling you, from if you're driving, you know, Danielle has a bachelor's degree in business and a master's degree in, in early childhood education. Miss Ellis studied psychology, criminal psychology and justice and has a master's degree in industrial organization psychology. Am I correct? Correct. These two young ladies are so dynamic as individuals and so powerful together that they are changing the system and taking it and changing the course of what the system is set up for us to be right now and changing the whole course of what how our young people are learning and how our young people are being inspired through people that not only live in their communities that look like them that have experienced life and they, they become heroes to young people so i'm going to pop up one of the books and i've read both of them already Tell me what a mini entrepreneur is and how does she get a green thumb? Um, a mini entrepreneur, to be honest, it started off with just being little kids or being of kid nature, but then it grew. It can be, a mini entrepreneur can be an adult. You have that little you inside of you that wants to come out and always heal or grow in a fun way. So you experience that during your passage and your joy. So we're seeing a lot of entrepreneurs that are popping up now who are um, either not too influential or getting their foot in, but they're doing a passion of theirs. That's their mini entrepreneur living. So we started to see it as for adults, just as we've seen it for kids. All right. Would either one of you um, care to read a little bit from, if you have the book handy, from it and share it with our listeners? Oh, wow. Oh, man. There's so many parts of this book that I love. Uh, I think it was, if I could read this page to you. Go ahead. Go ahead and read it. Autumn's Aunt Belladonna is a sixth grade science teacher who is always working on new ways to get her students involved in their science lessons. She even created an urban garden in her classroom and a tower garden in the lobby of her school. All of those things are factual, <laughs> even to um, my niece and I FaceTiming, if you could see here. We would FaceTime, and she would FaceTime with my students, and I actually did almost lose my phone in the tower one day while I was FaceTiming talking to them. So all of that is in the book, too. All right, and did either one of you do the artwork? No, we actually outsourced the um, artwork. So I started working with this amazing illustrator who was in Brazil, and um, he illustrated my first book for me. From then, the, like, the business relationship that we built has grown. So um, the graphics were amazing. It, he literally brought my vision of who I see my character to be, who's Peyton. And she brought her to life. When I seen it on paper, I gave him just examples of what I wanted to actually relate to the kids, and I couldn't be any more happy working with him. So from there, it was like 
I write this with the illustrator for the series, and I spoke to Danielle about it. And when she seen his work, it was it was sold. I I, I think I make such a cute cartoon character. No idea how excited I was when the first sticker came. Oh man, I didn't know what to do with myself because I was like, oh my god, I'm a sticker, I'm a sticker, I'm a sticker. Anyway. Now, how how are your students uh, re receiving it? And how is the public receiving it? Oh, my students, what I've been doing is for my students that have been excelling, the ones that have struggled throughout the pandemic, for them that are shining now, I'm just secretly sending them a book with stickers inside. And when they receive it, they're so excited and, oh, Miss Corbin, you're a sticker! And they just love reading the book and they'll come on early and read a page to the students. It's been a lot of fun. But I think the part that touches my heart the most is that they've seen their teacher, everyday person, that struggled. I mean, they see the behind the scenes, they've seen my home, and to say, well, these are things that you can do even while you're home, and whether you have a degree or not, you can still do something that touches your heart and warms your soul. And it may actually make some money too. Right, and there's, there's nothing about making money, but I do want to ask because Part of the conversation when we originally spoke, Danielle, and I'm just newly talking to um, Tori, is that we talked about a series. And one of the things I wanted to do with my podcast and the connections I, I had, I wanted to connect you and Tori in your book and your story to people that can make a difference, that can expand your platform that can expand your ask and what you want to do. And before I introduce our guest that's been so patiently waiting, um, I'm going to tell you, and, and if you see in the bottom of my emails to you, I always say dream big. Mm -hmm. I, I want to know what your ultimate ask is for this, because I know I'm gonna, you've got 12 books, and I've only read two of the series, and I'm going to showcase you and grow you through my podcast and my community. But right now, if you are in a position to ask your ultimate ask for this book. And I'm going to say again, dream big. Take a deep breath before you answer and before I introduce my next guest. Tell me what your ask is all about. Let's start. Uh, I want Miss Belladonna, the character, to be the next Miss Frizzle. I see her with a series of books on science, detailed, with students that look like everyone like a rainbow of students mm -hmm. my classroom is so diverse and i think students need to see that science teachers are quirky they're clumsy they're fun they look like them and man i love miss frizzle so who i mean that that would be the ultimate ask but justify the books make more make it a brand make it bigger um have a show even if it's YouTube series, or even if it's on Nickelodeon or PBS, one of those, just have a show so that way they can have that new Dora the Explorer, new, but yes, like you said, Miss Fizzle and the Magic School Bus, like a new cartoon that can really get them involved and interested in their learning and what they want real time, teaching them self-love and self-care and uplifting themselves in their community, I think, and what kind of mini entrepreneurs too? Yes, because they can grow their businesses and see the characters making changes. Yes, so much more than the lemonade stand that used to be. Well, let me make sure I've got this right. You've got a book that says, "I am a mini entrepreneur." 
Mm -hmm. I have a book that says I'm a mini entrepreneur in Autumn Love Garden. Mm -hmm. You've got a money Christmas wellness check mm -hmm. for three. And you've got shopping in Naomi's closet. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the system that we have currently in our education system does not supply two powerful dynamic educators with the tools and resources that will support and encourage not only you, our children, to focus on their wellness, their positive psychology, and of course, entrepreneurship, but sitting in the wings here and our special guest, which is the reason why I invited Miss Dr. Dominique Wells, that resides in Paris, who is the founder of Wells International Foundation, to sit on this podcast. And because of what we do, we connect people through the power of stories, that words and their actions are one of the same. And Ms. Dominique, Miss um, Torres. It's Monique. Monique, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Danielle, Monique Wells, and I stand to be corrected because this was my, my son's line, so this weren't mine. Um, I want to introduce you to someone that interviewed me last week that brought me to tears, made me think, and she, she is now my sister from across the way. She started out in Texas, and now she's doing her thing on a global platform, and she has a whole series on things that she wants to do with lit uh, literacy, especially with our young people, and I will go ahead and introduce Dr. Wells to two queens in Bronx, New York, and one queen across the, um, the pond. Dr. Wells, it's all yours, darling. Thank you so much. This is just incredible. I am so moved by your story, and I can't tell you the number of ways that it intersects with what the Wells International Foundation, and I call us with WIF for the Wells International Foundation, um, how many ways it intersects with what we're doing. So first of all, the Wells International Foundation is a U.S. nonprofit uh, domiciled in Houston, Texas. We are five and a half years old, going on six years old now. And we have several strategic focus areas. We have a focus area in STEAM education, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. We have a, a strategic focus area in literacy. And we have a strategic focus area in women's empowerment. So those are three of our six, and those are directly relevant to what you're doing. And we, we have a collaborative relationship with an organization called the Startup Squad, uh, which is an organization that in and of itself publishes books that encourage young girls, I think from 7 to 17, to start their own businesses. And several of the girls that are part of the startup squads, sort of movement, if you will, are book publishers. They, they've written and published their own books. And others of them um, do things related to science. And so, I mean, I just, I'm almost speechless because you have written a book called I Am a Mini Entrepreneur that speaks directly to what the Startup Squad does. You, your book is about a science teacher. It speaks directly to what we do with regard to STEAM. Um, 
and you are women. And I don't know how many students you have, uh, Danielle, who are girls. How many, what is the uh, ratio of girls to boys in your classroom? Uh, I want to say it's half, it, to, be, to be honest. I would okay. say I have 73 students right now, and half of them are girls. 73 students, hopefully not all in one class. No. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, this is this is just phenomenal, and so with we we support uh, a school in Houston, Texas. That's where I'm from. We support a, a K through three school. Um, we we gave over a thousand books to that school last year. Um, and we started, although it was curtailed by COVID, but we started a virtual story time project where we wanted authors, children's book authors, and in particular, children who are children's book authors to read their stories um, through this virtual story time. Um, and that's, you know, it's sort of in mothballs now because we really wanted to do that for the school that we support in Houston and they were just stretched too thin and they were just like, it was just like two weeks before we were supposed to do it and they're just like, we just can't, we just can't, can we please put this on hold until you know, our educators and everybody can, can, can get things together because there was the distance learning and then there was hybrid learning. And, um, it, it, it was just a bit much to add something extra and at that point in time. But I am hopeful that we will be able to do that in the fall. And I would love to have you come and read your book. And I would love to, to introduce you to the Startup Squad and let them know what you're doing. I, I mean, I just want to connect you with everybody. <laughs> I, I think this is phenomenal. I think it's phenomenal. And because the virtual story time is virtual, of course, it can be any and everybody who has a connection can be a part of it. So um, we can we can look at that. And I'll tell you something else too. Um, I am a veterinary pathologist and toxicologist. That is my primary profession. And my organization with is launching on uh, next uh, this Saturday because today is Sunday. Um, well, today's Monday for me, but on June 5th, let's just be objective about it. On June 5th, we are launching a program called the Youth Veterinarian Initiative, <clears throat> which the purpose of which is to introduce um, students, young people aged 9 to 17, so your students would fall into that category, um, who are underrepresented minorities in the field of veterinary medicine to the field of veterinary medicine. So to encourage people who don't know or have never thought about, maybe they love animals, but they've just never thought that they could do something with their lives working with animals. Um, the, the purpose of this program is to expose children and teens, children and youth, to the veterinary medical profession, to the vast a number of things that people can do 
when they become a veterinarian. And I would love to invite your, your school, your students to participate. I told you she was special. Come to the mic so we can hear you. Mike. I'm not talking because I'm speechless. <laughs> Wait, can I just do my happy dance really quick? Get it, get it. Well, you, you do know we're on the radio. People can't see you shaking. Whenever my students celebrate a victory or celebrate getting an answer correct, we take a break and we have to do a happy dance and celebrate everybody. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Oh, like, I'm, this is like Christmas for me. Like, I'm a big kid right now. Like, I don't even know what to say besides thank you. You're welcome. Let me tell you, I love you so much because there's some animals and pets that I'm scared of and my students are always asking about. So now you'll be able to teach them about those animals and things that I'm quirky about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys do, do know this is a, a, a new book for you meeting uh, uh, Dr. Wells and her animals. Wait, so <laughs> another book of you so we can yeah. make you a cartoon character too. You have to. Oh. <laughs> okay, I will send you I will send you something else too because I am I am a part of a coloring book called Vets of All Colors. And I have a page in there where people can color me and um, they have me. They have me sitting. So there's a, uh, you know, it's black and white. Obviously, the lines, so people can color. But there's a. It's me, an illustration of me sitting at my microscope with a big snake around my shoulder. And then there's a little space where it says. So it's like a little cone, and it says, "Draw what you think you might be able to see in an, under a microscope." Um, so I can send that to you. It's free. I'll send it to you. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm scared. Same. Danielle. Danielle, Tori, is there um, in, anything that we did not cover in this interview that you would like to talk about, share, um, highlight um, things you're doing? I know you guys had, had an event a couple of weeks ago that um, I missed. Um, you want to share that with us before we uh, wrap up? I was honored to be one of the guest speakers for the 10th annual New York Sunworks virtual conference for youth about sustainable living. I was blown away by the students that participated. Forget about me speaking. It was, I mean, students from kindergarten to 12th grade mm -hmm. talking about all of their different experiments from batteries to exposing the, the plants to different types of light it was just phenomenal to see these students from all over the United, well, not the United States, the Bronx, no, the Bronx wasn't represented, unfortunately, but make sure we will be, um, Brooklyn, Queens, and New Jersey. Mm -hmm. mm. But uh, I would love to see more students represented next year. Wow. Okay. And I think the other thing we wanted to just say is that our books also highlight other entrepreneurs in each one of them. So these are actual people that the kids can go see what their business is to get a real life representation. So every story is actually true. True. The characters <laughs> are real. The characters okay. are real. We highlight them in the back of the book. We highlight their um, social media so people can go visit their social media or go visit their website. 
So yeah, we're highlighting other mini entrepreneurs from the kids to their family businesses. But oh my god! Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, Daniel Tori. How do people get in touch with you? Well. <laughs> Speaking to the mic, I can barely hear you. Um, they can follow us on Instagram. I am a mini entrepreneur at Instagram and Miss Miss Belladonna's lab. Miss Bella. Right. Miss Bella. Oh yes, and Miss Bella D's lab. Yes, yes. Miss Bella D. You you want to spell that for some of us that are driving? <laughs> okay, no problem. Okay, I'm, I am it. That's long. It is. Um, <laughs> that one's really long. But um, I am a mini. So it's I A M A M I N. I Jesus, so long when you say that. Entrepreneur, right? Yes. So, E N T R E R E N E U R. There we go. Entrepreneur and Miss Bella D is M S the period. And then Bella B E L L A and then D F E N. D as in dog. Yes. Okay. Dot com. Any email addresses? Well, the Miss Bella Donna's slash at gmail.com. I'm a mini entrepreneur at gmail.com. All right, and Mrs. Wells, there's going to be a lot of people around this globe that are going to want to connect with you. Um, I'm going to give you a, a, a couple of minutes to go ahead and um, highlight us again and remind us of what you do, where you're at, and how do we connect with you. So that way both um, Danielle and people like Danielle and Tori will know how to get in touch with you because you're going to touch a lot of powerful women and women that, that are going to be empowered. How do we get in touch with you? So to get in touch with me, you can write to Wells, W-E-L-L-S, at wellsinternationalfoundation.org. And I know that that's also long. Um, Wells is W-E-L-L-S, international, I-N-T-E-R-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L, foundation, F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N, dot O-R-G. G, and you can visit our website at wellsinternationalfoundation.org and have a look around there. Well, well, well. For those of you that, that are um, driving, I just want to tell you, from one author to uh, another, and from one entrepreneur to an, uh, to many entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, you have to understand that when you are creating a product, an idea is coming from the heart and your soul, and your gut's telling you what to do. There are 241 million people in the United States, almost 8 billion people on this planet. You only need to reach 1% of those people to be successful, and that's what we're doing. We covered so much information, and I hope that at this point that we've shared a lot with you. We've enlightened you, we've taught you something, and maybe we have said something that will change your view and the way that you look at people yourself and the world if you're not following us i'm going to ask you to share this episode subscribe to rmk productions or talking with wit kevin and son at www.rmkproductions.com this episode was also brought to you by our, our sponsor sam sarah gear fashion design with love website www.samsaragear.com. There's also a promotional code that is attached to this. 
and I'll spell it for you. C-I-C-A-D-A-2021. If you subscribe to our website, type in that number. They will give you a 10% discount. But also know that every purchase of any garment, 20% of that goes to a local women's shelter that um, I think the name of it is Heart and Body Charitable Trust here in Pennsylvania. And it helps women that are recovering from eating disorders. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the share that's coming um, from all of you guys. My grandfather always told me, when you get to a point that you can help someone else, it is your duty. Reach one, teach one. Remember this hashtag, find 1,000 reasons to be kind to someone. Fade to black, and now we're out. Thank you, Kevin McLemore with love, and Theo McLemore.